Now, for the sake of time, we're going to just kind of NFC South and AFC South. They're pretty much, you know, AFC South, the Colts, 11 and 5, <clears throat> Titans, 7 and 9, Jaguars, 4 and 12, Texans, 2 and 14. Not really too much challenge going on there, you know? Um, it all depends to me. Like, I mean, I think Indy's going to win that division. Again. Um, and then. Baby. It, to me, it depends on if the Texans have a quarterback that can manage a game. Mm-hmm. Because that defense is going to be pretty good. Yeah. But that, that I don't I can't tell you who the starting quarterback is. So for who Texans? the Texans? Yeah. All I think I it's Fitzpatrick. Is... Actually, is it really? I heard. Yeah, I think it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, God well, damn it! Uh, they then they they could have a chance to win. I mean, they're going to win more than two games. That defense is going to cost them. Raise some hell for some teams. JJ Watt and Jadavion Clowney. Holy shit. You want to talk about tackles not having a good time? That's. <laughs> I mean, oh, I know. Uh, that's just scary because if you. My nightmare scenario is that they line up because they have a pretty solid defensive end and pretty solid outside linebackers, too. So if they line up strong side, um, JJ Watt on the strong side ta- defensive tackle. And then Clowney as a weak side defensive end, like you have to de- double team one of them. Mm-hmm. But who, mm-hmm. who, who do you do it to? Pick your poison, and both of those poisons <clears throat> will still kill you. <laughs> because I seen Clowney run around a left tackle for the um, Falcons. Yeah, run by him. I was like, "The hell are you doing?" You're like, 20 I was like, years old. You can't buy a drink in a fucking bar yet. I was looking at the defensive yeah. offensive tackle. I was like, what "The hell." You see him, don't you? Like he's, <laughs> he's a three hundred. He's a, a close to three hundred pound defensive end. Like you see, you just take a step that direction at least. Like by the time the, light, the offensive lineman took a step towards him, he was that Clowney was on that guy's hip, and I was like, "Well, yeah. this is not gonna end well for anybody behind." Oh, look, the running back fumbled. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then you go to the Jaguars. You got Blake Bortles. Yeah, baby, that was my second favorite quarterback in the draft. Yeah, and he's backing up uh, Chad Henney because Chad Henney is still in the league. Yeah, Bortles will take that I, job before week four. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's just you know some old school coach trying to prove he's old school by saying ah you know no rookie's going to come in and start right away. It's like well mm-hmm. why what 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 could you possibly do? What are you risking making your fans excited? Like he's good, <laughs> he's pretty good. It's Florida. That actually might be a legitimate risk. You might actually kill some of them off if they get yeah. too ready. But it's uh, it's he's, he looked a lot better than I expected. I actually I was really down on Bortles in the in the whole draft thing. I was like, oh my god, he's Gabbert too, and then he's drafted to the Jaguars and number three. The whole right? the whole history yeah. seemed to be repeating itself, and then all of a sudden he's really good, and he may, he really proved me wrong at least in the preseason. Yeah, he, but, he he's to me he's a little bit he's a young. Slightly more mobile uh, Ben Roethlisberger to me. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, they got um, Lee they're from USC. That was a <clears> steal. <throat> that guy is going to be a beast. He was a Heisman candidate for Christ's sake. I'm surprised he fell as far as he did. Well, it was like the he, fourth or fifth wideout off the board or something crazy like that. Wasn't yeah, it? that yeah, and that was um, the big controversy with us in Oakland. Well, do we take Carr or do we take Lee Marquise Lee? Mm-hmm. And that was our. We'll see which one pays off, I suppose. Right. So then we go back up to the seven and nine Titans with uh, Jake the Footlocker. Uh, That's about it. Oh my and, god, that was Berman esque. 
Um, and then no, right? Yeah, fucking Chris Berman. <laughs> Boom. Um, and then no, uh, Chris Johnson. So, right. Yeah, no Johnson, but they added the Blind Side. Added uh, Michael Orr. <laughs> Michael Orr. Yeah, like that is matters. It, is that the guy? Yeah, Michael Orr. Blind Side. <laughs> yeah, he um, is he playing left over there? Or is he playing right? I think he's back to the right side. I think they, or, you know, I don't know. I honestly don't know anything about Tennessee. I could not be less interested in them. Right. I don't know so what we're going to move them. on to right. the Colts. <laughs> to them, they're still the Oilers. Colts. They should be the Oilers. The Why did they ever give that name up? Those were the greatest know. names and the greatest colors. And right. they went to some trash team that looks like it belongs in one of those games, like, you know, with the Los Angeles Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I mean, the symbol. When you have a nickname like the Titans, like, oh, man, I wanted to see what that's... Oh, it's just a T? Oh, okay. Sword? Sword? Fuck. All right, that's cool. Why not an oiler? Like the oil rig right there. Mm-hmm. Those colors were awesome. That, like, baby blue, that kind of lightish red. Red Like, I still want an Earl Campbell, Earl Campbell jersey. Yeah. yeah. But, um... They got the Colts, Andrew Luck, the bearded hobo. Bearded boy wonder. Um, It comes down to me, Colts, running game. If they have somebody that can be a double threat, they there's no reason they shouldn't go deep into the playoffs. And their defense needs to improve a bit. But if- well, yeah, I mean, that was one of the funniest stories of the offseason for me was Mathis getting suspended for using yeah. a female fertility drug. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's performance enhancing, all right? Makes him more in tune with his feelings, all right? He can, I, I he just feel their other... This, he can feel this? the other players' menstruation cycles and shit, so he can like see when they're having an off day, when their partners aren't giving him <laughs> enough attention. It's an unfair advantage. This is Bob Mathis. Bob had bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> predictions for the AFC South. I'm going to go uh, Colts take it. I'm going to say the Jaguars move to number two, Titans go to the last spot, and Texans move up. Um, and I'm going to make an even bolder prediction. Andrew Luck's going to get hurt playing the Texans. I think Clowney is going to get that one lick on him, or even if it's J.J. Watt. Because there's going to be one point in the game where Andrew Luck's going to hold onto the ball for too long, and he's going to pay for it. Because he tends to do that sometimes. Where like yeah. he's just kind of looking, 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 because he has really good vision, but something just doesn't develop. And he'll wait, and he's going to pay for it, I think. Or he's going to try to run with it and just get cleaned out, just because those guys are just aggressive <clears throat> players. I see a lot of teams trying to run against the Texans just to avoid that happening to quarterbacks. But I agree with your um your analysis. I think it's Indy, um, Jacksonville, Houston, and then Tennessee. I uh, I think Indy's going to win it, and the only way they don't win it uh, is is if that scenario exactly happens that uh, that Luck gets hurt for some kind of significant amount of time. But mm-hmm. I guess you can't really count that out because they let that man get beaten like a rented mule right? on a weekly basis. Yeah. Uh, he got hit something like fifty times, uh, or he got sacked like fifty times. He got hit something like eighty times, or some yep. absurd amount of. Uh, he was by far the most brutalized quarterback. That, and they just got away with it. And that that can't happen. That can't be a continued theme. And I don't really recall them making any significant progress on that. And I yeah, think and- Houston's going to be really good. Um, you know, I like bookend pass rushers. And Foster is – he's still got at least one season left in him. So yeah. I think they take the second spot. And I think they um, – I contemplated 
if they would take the sixth seed, that was, and you know, I had them at the sixth oh, seed, and I ultimately settled on Miami just because I think that, uh, you know, they're probably a year away. I think Fitzpatrick's going to throw it away like he always did with us. Yeah. But the one story I thought was really funny that just kind of completely went nowhere was just Andre Johnson demanded a trade, and then they were just like, no. And he's no. like, oh, okay. <laughs> it, just, it just kind of faded away. Like, nothing ever came of it. There were no, yeah. like, real rumors. You know, there was just, just like, oh, okay, I guess not. Yeah, it was like the was the maid from Family Guy. They were like, no, no, <laughs> no. He's not here. He's not here. Not going nowhere. No. <laughs> Essentially what happened. So then, just real quick, then again, we're going to go to the NFC South. Panthers 12 and 4, Saints 11 and 5, and then Falcons and Buccaneers at 4 and 12 apiece. <clears throat> so This is going to be one of the hardest fought divisions in the league this year. Between those two. No, between the entire division. <laughs> really? <clears throat> that Panthers defense is scary. Yes. I can't remember the name. I can never remember the name of that middle linebacker. That dude got like 22 sacks, uh, 22 tackles in a game last year. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, the Saints, my favorite quarterback in the league is Drew Brees. And, I mean, with their offensive weapons, their defense should be all right this year. I mean, I don't see the Saints dropping off any. The uh, I think the Falcons make a comeback year. Last year, they kind of like they realized, oh, we have to invest in our offensive line. Oh, <laughs> oh, so they've done that, and hopefully, they stay healthy so they can compete. They have um one of the oldest, the older statesmen running the ball with um Stephen Jackson. Steven Action Jackson. And they have a couple guys behind them that are um, young bucks that are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And um, what's his that division? Uh, the Buccaneers. I mean, I don't know. If they're, is their quarterback still Freeman? No. Oh, God, no. I was no. going to go into that. But, no, it's Josh McCown now. McCown. Yeah. No, I, I, I actually see this very differently. I think the NFC South is a two-horse race. I think New Orleans and Tampa Bay kind of run away with it early. Like, I Carolina – lost their their franchise tackle they lost their best wide out their only wide out of any note uh their their best uh fucking defensive end sorry their best yeah. defensive end is going to probably get suspended because he was throwing his girlfriend onto a pile of machine guns like they're they're due for a fall Wait, i think they're gonna yeah. yeah greg hardy he was like beating up his girl and he he, was, he threw her onto a pile of m16s or something absurd like that yeah. like it was it was it was outrageous how uh, over the top that story was and they just they didn't go out and get any really anybody to replace them i think their running game is gonna have to be what carries them and i don't see it being able to do that and keekley's really good but i don't know without pass rush and without of any sort of passing game, I, I don't really see them competing. Atlanta. Cam Newton. Cam Newton got hurt last season. The uh, was it the ankle injury? Yeah. Like in the off season, so mm-hmm. he's got to come back from that. Yeah. Know. And he's got that. They've got that one wideout Benjamin that they drafted, yeah. and I think he's going to be he's going to be good eventually, but I don't think it's going to be this year. Uh, and then they like. So then Atlanta. Um, was I thought due for a comeback, and then they lost their left tackle uh, in yeah. the preseason on hard knocks. I watched it; it looked painful. 
Oh, they um, lost Williams? Jake Williams? Uh, no, um, the other guy, Baker. Baker. I think Matthews is going to take over Matthews, for him, but Matthews, it was it was Baker. They had Tony Tony G finally retired. Yeah, that was a huge loss. Huge loss. Yeah, yeah, because but, he doesn't say the name in Madden anymore. What the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a very personal loss for you. For me, right? It's like yeah, I mean, Tony Gonzalez. Gonzalez, man, I miss when they say Gonzalez. Gonzalez. By the, by the way, Luke Kulchi, Kuchli. Is the one Keekly. that had 26 tackles. Keekly. Keekly. It's a weird Luke, name. I, I know. Luke Keekly had 26 tackles, single game record for the team. Pretty bad. It was just like, man. yeah, he was all over the place. And he, it would be one thing if that happened one time in a season, but he's, he's, I think a couple t- games that season he had over 20 tackles. Yeah. Good no, man. I mean, if, if, if they do anything this year, it's going to be him. It's because he was basically, you know, 2000 Ray Lewis. Uh, kind of leading that whole team to glory by himself. It was 2000 Ray Lewis mixed with a little bit of Brian Erlacher. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the Saints, the Saints, I think, are my pick to, to win the NFC, uh, and ultimately the Super Bowl because I, I, well, I really like Jairus Bird and I admit I'm a homer, but I think he's gonna, he's the perfect player for that team and that defense, just the center fielder Mm -hmm. that's gonna pick, um, Teams off when they're trying to pass to keep up with Drew Brees. Yep. So I think I think that they finally got a, a wideout and Cooks. They got Graham. You know, they finally decided he's a tight end because he said so on Twitter or something like that. Yeah. That was that yeah. was pretty good. Lost that fucking lawsuit or whatever. Jimmy Graham, one of my favorite tight ends, quote unquote. Yeah. He's a beast. <laughs> so, so I think they're I think they're going to run away with it. Tampa, I think Tampa had like everything. That could go wrong, did go wrong last year. And yeah. it was, you know, and usually with most teams, unless they're the Bills, I kind of assume that that means they're going to rebound with the Bills. That means it was, just wasn't creative enough and they're going to find new ways to fuck up the next year. Yeah. But like, man, been there. But like the yeah. Bucks, they, you know, they had a, a, they had an outbreak of staff that cost them their Pro Bowl guard. They traded, they, they let right. Darrell Rivas go after they traded a first rounder for him. They like God. ran their own quarterback out of town. They had a mutiny against their coach. Like I, <laughs> it, there was nothing they could have done worse that season. And I think they're going to rebound just based on not having any of that. I think, you know, they get <laughs> Doug Martin back. They get Mike Evans. They get Lovey Smith, who's pretty, pretty good. Vincent I Jackson. think they're, Vincent Jackson is going to be, you know, have a, uh, McCown's not great, but you know, he, he can, run an offense and Doug Martin's really good. So I think that they um I have them as the sixth seed in the NFC. Hmm. All right. Me, I'm gonna go uh fuck it. Uh Saints, Bucks, Panthers, Falcons, kinda of long lines you guys are going. Mm-hmm. Now in the final stretch, we've got the West teams. Um we're gonna start with the NFC West with the uh, Super Bowl champion Seahawks at thirteen and three, the San Francisco forty ers at 12 and 4, Cardinals at 10 and 6, and the Rams at 7 at 9. Now, goddamn, that's a lot of winning records. Yep. East, East division. Top to bottom. And and you couldn't have even said anything about that division four or five years ago. I mean, that's a that's an object lesson in how fast you can turn it around. Right? Uh, it's uh I think it's hard to say that the Seahawks won't get back to the Super Bowl because 
that defense is, I mean, not much has changed from last year. Yeah. Um, guys are just going to get better. That offense is starting to figure out its niche. Mm-hmm. And, but again, they still have to play the rest of those guys in the same division. Yeah. 49ers and, with uh, Patrick Willis, Frank Gore, Kaepernick for however long he's going to be good because he's, people figuring him out, he's on a short clock. You know. Yeah. And, uh, Frank Gore is good when he's healthy. I mean, he's been hurt and, you have to I mean, the Niners it I think it's this year or they're just going to go downhill pretty quickly because mm-hmm. they're they they've they're running on a lease on their offensive line and those it's one of the best offensive lines in the league and they have some of the best uh like just like traditional fullbacks in the backfield too which is pretty cool uh the Cardinals I'm very interested to see how the Cardinals go Carson Palmer's bitch ass wants to be good with another team. Fine, let him be. So he's <laughs> not even, I'm, Andre I'm Ellington. Not even mad about Carson Palmer? Huh? That's not why I'm mad about the goddamn Cardinals. Well, we'll get to that. I want to hear what that is. But uh, so they have um, Andre Ellington, John Brown, and Larry Fitzgerald. That's not a bad. We paid that guy less money or more money than what we than uh, or was we offered Valdir more money than what we paid that guy. Yeah. So he just didn't want to be in Oakland. And then he came right. out and said, you oh, know, I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there. I was like, stop lying. Like, <laughs> people were seeing the contract negotiations, and we offered you way more money than what we gave the other guy who came in to replace you. And I really like that kid. That kid's going to be good. Yeah. And to see him going to be – this is going to be his year where they're going to be like, oh, man, Valdez is a shutdown tackle. Um. This is going to be the years that you're going to see that, and he's going to go against some of the best defenders in his division, right. and he's going to prove to a lot of people that 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 he's that good. And I'm gonna be angry. Yeah, it's kind of like when Charles Woodson left, and like he stayed healthy and was like catching every interception. Like with us, he was good, but he was always hurt. His ankle was always tweaked, and he was yeah. Always, I have a fear it's going to be like the same thing too. You know, you bring it up, you know. Because he was good, and then he had that tricep. He tore his he triceps. He tore his triceps, yeah. And then, because he got fucking huge over that offseason. He got, yes, like, he did. Hulk status, you know? He gained, like, 30-something pounds of muscle. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. He was a monster. But he's gone. Fuck him. Fuck it. I hope he tears his ACL now. <laughs> oh. Or, no, what's a, what's a death sentence for offensive linemen? Their knee. Uh, knee. I hope he messes Put up his back. left knee. Their lower back, too. That's a bad one. Jesus. Uh, no, I don't no, wish no, that no. on anybody. Right. No. So, Except, like, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the West, I think, is going to backslide a little this year. Um, I, you know, St. Louis, I, I didn't expect much from them with Stan Bradford, and I expect even less from them without him. Like, I, that, that team... They've got a bunch of midget wideouts. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I like Tavon Austin, Stedman Bailey, but I don't know if I like both of them on the field at the same time at the pro level. Yeah. That's just way too small. Midget wideouts. <laughs> they're fi- they're smaller than me. I am not. <laughs> I should not be larger than a professional football player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, they've got a their defensive line is going to be just absolutely disgusting. Like Quinn and Long are both mm-hmm. incredible. Quinn especially. 
is probably one of the best players that nobody knows about. And then um, Donald, that guy they picked up, yeah. that's that's the that's unblockable. That's outrageous. Uh, and, but yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to as an offensive lineman, you're gonna have to be working the entire game because those guys' engines are just like having like a bunch of Jared An- Jared Allen's. Lined up across the board, that guys with that type of motor, young Jared Allen, that you're just like, God damn it! Like, why? Just stop, stop. Right? The play Please. is done. You don't. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. Take a play off for the love of God. <laughs> don't you have to breathe? Yeah, it's gonna um, be bad. Yeah. So yeah, that- I think their defensive line is going to make them competitive, but I just I can't. I had to literally look up who their starting quarterback is going to be, and it's. I don't know who it is, but the, the choices are not they're not optimal. Put no. it that way. I don't I don't think this is a Trent Green suddenly uncovering Kurt Warner's situation. <laughs> uh, no. You know who it's gonna be? I've looked it up and actually announced it uh like within the last few hours. It's going to be a uh, Super Bowl quarterback uh sexy Rexy Grossman. Sexy Rexy. It's gonna be Joe right, uh, I take I, I take it back. They're winning the NFC. Yep, <laughs> gotta unleash the dragon. It's gonna be a uh, footsteps Falco, the replacement. <laughs> footsteps Falco. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, oh, it's all right. It's all right. Um, so but predictions that's... for the NFC West. It's gonna be a tough division again, even within itself, whether they slide or not. I think it stays the same. Seahawks comes out on top. I uh, I see yeah. the Seahawks coming out on top. I don't see them as. Uh, winning the Super Bowl this year, I think they caught a lot of breaks last year, uh, in the sense that they got like the, all their best games at home. You know, they were mm-hmm. really, really bad on the road, really bad. And they, um, you know, they have some of those games now are flipped around. Now they're playing at Chargers, at Panthers. Even though I don't like, I'm not high on the Panthers, I still think they're a tough out and at at Eagles. So I think they're still gonna, they're obviously still gonna win the division, in my opinion. I think San Francisco is the one that takes the hurt, and you know they're losing Smith, they lost Bowman, they yep. lost a billion players already to free agency, and them acting a fool. Yeah, generally. And then Arizona, you know, I don't, I don't think Palmer's going to stay healthy. He's, he just gets hit too much, and even with Veld here, I think he's going to get hit too much. So I yeah, think San- I don't know. I can't tell you anybody else on their offensive line. So <laughs> just go around him. Right, yeah. Go from All the other right. side. All right, guys, folks. Is it that this time? Is it. It's about that time. Yeah, Fuck buddy. all these other got, teams. Got to warm it up. Sam, got to warm it up. Got to warm it. Hold on. So, how we warm it up? You got It's a car reference. Never mind. Oh. You well, you don't have an old car, so you don't understand the the terminology of warm it up. Oh. Well, you know what? We're gonna save the very best for last because we're going in the order of victories in divisions. So we have. For the AFC West, the Broncos at thirteen and three, the Fuck Chiefs em. at eleven and five, the Chargers at nine and seven. All three of these teams playoff bound teams, and last but not least, definitely not least, the Oakland Raiders. Super Bowl championship, Oakland Raiders. Yep. So, <laughs> first and foremost, I would like to point out to Jason, to all the fans out there, that in this division, in the Raiders camp, anyway, there have been no arrests, there have been no drug scandals, there's been no beating scandals. We are the cleanest team in the NFL right now, at least one of them. We're not a bunch of criminals, we're not beating our wives, we're smoking all the heroin, 
or killing Mongolians. We're good, okay? Well, the players. Right. I got. I had. I had a knife pulled on me in a Santa Barbara bar by a Raiders fan over nothing. I wasn't even talking <laughs> about the Raiders. He just felt the need to pull a knife. <laughs> Tell that story again. You you were talking about the Raiders. You made like a quick jab. I, I don't even remember. I, I was at a. I was at a bar in. Uh, it's actually in Goleta, but for those listeners outside of California, it's a suburb of Santa Barbara. Uh, and it's a little dive bar, and I was drinking, and the subject came to football because I was there with a guy wearing a diner's hat. And somebody mentioned that he was a Raiders fan. And so I made a jab about it. I don't even remember what the jab was, probably because I was drinking at the time. <laughs> and he chose to pull out like a switchblade on me just to demonstrate that he could and that he would over the Raiders. So what you learn from this? He didn't take a swing at me or anything. But the fact that he felt the need to pull a knife to prove his point, I thought, kind of told the tale. So I think the first thing you should have done is not call them the N-word, Jason. Good Lord, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I know you're from, like, the middle of the fucking country, but it's not going to fly in California, man. We're progressive here. So, so, Jason, what did you learn from this lesson? I learned that all Raiders fans, you should assume to be armed. It's like the first rule of holding a gun. It's loaded even when it isn't. It's like, uh, that's exactly. a Raider. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so back to football. You got the Broncos, and in Broncos news, Wes Welker suspended for four games for performance-enhancing drugs. Let me say that again. Right. Wes Welker suspended for four games for performance-enhancing drugs, a.k.a. Molly, as the yeah. kids would say. That was right? funny. That is a great story. And he was apparently doing it at the Kentucky Derby, which makes it even funnier. That's like so one of the most funnier. white like offenses ever. Like, I'm going to do drugs at the Kentucky Derby. Well, like, <laughs> that same day, the same alleged day where he got caught with the drugs, he was handing out $100 bills after his winnings. Like, he won big and he was like, here, have money. And he's just like in a fucking cowboy hat and his boots. And... Says, what is Wes Welker, Johnny Manziel? What the fuck? No, he didn't toss it. He was handing it to them oh. like a gentleman. He was still high off fucking whatever Molly is. I don't know what it is. It's a PHC, QL, and you say PHC? It's an acid? Yes, whatever. And then, obviously, the Broncos made it all the way to the Super Bowl, broke all these records, fucked up so many defenses, and then just got destroyed by that defensive line. My Uh, god, that was so bad. It was so satisfying. Like, I have never seen a defensive line work so hard and pick apart an offensive line so badly. Oh, so beautiful. I was watching, and I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, <laughs> I saw the Broncos play all year, and, I mean, I saw the Seahawks play. The Seahawks' defensive line is good, but I was like, sweet Jesus, this is like a high school middle football team versus professional linemen. I was like, the Broncos are just forgetting basic blocking schemes. I was just like, um, you do realize that you're supposed to block the nearest guy to the quarterback, like, just because that yeah. guy lines up out there doesn't mean he's going to rush. Like, you don't have to step out. You got to wait for him a little bit. Like, yeah. the guys are just opening up gaps, and I was like, what is happening? Yep. But it was enjoy- it was very fun to watch the Broncos get their ass whooped. I was at Disneyland at the time, so I was watching it at a bar near Disneyland, and I was like, this is really the happiest place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> it was delightful. <laughs> oh, man. It was so great. And then that team lost a bunch of dudes and then gained some – Interesting guys, like, I don't know. Marcus Ware, Aquib Talib. Akib. Akib, whatever. And then Von Miller is going to be healthy this year, you know. 
Allegedly, somebody's going to hit him again, and then he's going to get hurt. But yeah. <laughs> and then you got the Chiefs that <laughs> they let go of Champ Bailey. That made me sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. They, they and, add they add Ware and Ward, and and Welker is the one who gets caught for performance. Right. Come on, come on now. Uh, Wes Welker is my favorite receiver. Correction, Wes Welker is my favorite Compton. white receiver because he runs like he is like a white man in Compton. Like he'll cast the ball, he's just like ah. Nobody catch me! And then he falls down. <laughs> I remember like, watching Wes Welker break it down the sideline once, and I was like, "Is this happening right now?" Like that is. <laughs> he caught a ninety-nine yard touchdown pass once, and I was like, "There has to be someone chasing him." Like, what is happening in this play? <laughs> exactly. But did everybody else just like stop? Like, was this just like Wes Welker Appreciation Day? Because <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure there was a defensive tackle that'd been like, "I could run him down if I wanted to." Yeah, which I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then you got the Chiefs. They went from two and fourteen the year before to eleven and five. That's the magic of Andy Reid, man. Yep. Cool. Like Fucking with the red the red shirt now, it's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. All along the sideline and <laughs> The best part know. about the, the Chiefs was hearing all the Niners fans being like, Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Because of Alex Smith doing so good and it was just like, Yeah, huh? You picked the right one, didn't you? Yeah, that one, that model can run and everything, but you know what? That one can't think and throw at the same, can't run and throw and think at the same time. <laughs> but he has biceps that are glorious, and you can market those, so. I suppose, I mean, that dude would move around a little bit and be like, what is he going to do? Is he going to throw to that guy who's coming? He is going to throw to that guy who's coming. Okay. <laughs> He's going to do that. He's, he yep. did that in the NFC Championship game twice and threw interceptions. I was just like. There's a DB. He does see that DB standing in front of it. Oh, I guess not. All right, that's yeah. going the other way. Richard Sherman's a, not a small guy. He's not someone that you lose in a crowd either. You exactly. Know? Yeah, don't you, don't you ever throw on Richard Sherman? Unless you're there, we'll go garbage there. receivers. Well, I like <laughs> mediocre. I like um. I mean, I like the, the the hope and the audacity the Niners had. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna put what's that guy's name? Uh, Michael Crabtree. Yeah. On. To, uh, it's gonna be covered by Richard Sherman. I was like, really? Because I had to put Bowman on him. Because at least Bowman's a big target. Yeah, get something. Richard Sherman has to like push and lean against. Crabtree's not that big. And then you try to throw Fader out. I was like, what are you doing? This is not gonna end well. But and it didn't. And it did not. All right. Indeed. And then so then you go from the Chiefs to the Chargers. Also, well, go ahead. Fuck. Oh, I can't remember his name right now. That damn running back from the charge uh, for the Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles. Fuck Jamal Charles. Why fuck Jamal Charles? Well, for obvious reasons, but... Because he's like another Darren Sproles in our goddamn division. <laughs> he's like one of those running backs that... No, who do you put on him? Mm-hmm. What do you put on him? Like a well, athletic it doesn't safety? matter. Just put everybody on him. Nobody else, nobody else is going to do anything. True. I mean, that, what's it? Dwayne Bowe who can catch the ball every now and again, I guess. Yeah. Every third week. Every third yeah. week he'll catch a pass. See, for me... The, my player that I hate the most in division, not Peyton Manning, not Jamal Charles, but on the Chargers, not Phillip Rivers, because every year the Raiders play them twice, and they refuse. It's like the contract negotiating that they refuse to cover him. That's Antonio Gates. Oh. Antonio <laughs> Gates has been a great tight end for about a decade now. Not necessarily because he's fast, maybe because he runs good routes, and he has great hands, and he can box out anybody in the, in the goal line. And the Raiders do not cover him ever. 
I feel like a Tommy Boy or Black Sheep. Yeah. But the checker pieces just, they never cover him. You never move your back, bro. Ever. And then Philip Rivers, his kryptonite, the same as Tom Brady's, but he's even worse. Because he's like the Tom Brady to the nth degree. So when like Philip Rivers is good, when he gets, when he gets hot, he gets hot. You cannot stop the motherfucker. Like he will make every throw, avoid every sack, ever. The second you put him on his ass, he starts bitching, and it's hilarious. <laughs> he'll cuss at the crowd. He'll yell at his coaches. He'll kick over a yeah, water bottle. He, he gets so mad, and it's so awesome. I want nothing more than to see Khalil Mack just lay that son of a bitch out. I hate, <laughs> I hate Philip Rivers so bad for that reason. <laughs> like he will talk, he will yell shit at our players, and it's like you motherfucker. Like I, you, you can't. I hate quarterbacks that talk shit because you can't hit quarterbacks anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Brett yeah, Favre I, used to talk shit, but Brett Favre also used to play in the league when quarterbacks were athletes and football players, too. So, yeah, when that guy came yeah. in and hit you, you had to pay you pay your you pay your dues, you know? Yeah, he was, he was unkillable. And then, now we can just kind of get into the rest of the fun. Woo! No side, baby, no side. Gotta warm it up, Sam. Sounds like a diesel, because that boy from the country. <laughs> <laughs> the Oakland Raiders, 4-12. and 12. Now, as we know, and you may not know, the commitment to excellence is our tribute to Al Davis and his commitment to excellence, which he probably took from Vince Lombardi, but who gives a shit? So, <laughs> the Raiders, Dennis Allen, his third year. The DA, baby. Yep. This on is his chopping year. block, along with Re- Reggie McKenzie, who's done, in my opinion, a fantastic job cleaning house, getting us some money, tons of fucking cap space, the most in the league. We can't spend money fast enough. And he's just biding his time. Dennis Allen, fucking country motherfucker. Like, uh, the DA, we're baby. We're going to do good at uh, this game, and we're going to do really good. And that's about all I can say. We're gonna you know good. that they were, we were, he was mic'd up for one game, and he used so much profanity that they told him that he couldn't be mic'd up again? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is the kind of coach I want. My God. See, yeah. he's not as bad as Chucky, though, because Chucky, he was mic'd up. But like Dennis Allen covers his mouth with the with the game plan. Yeah, you would see like Chucky. What? The yeah, fuck? he would be on I national like television, like enunciating words. I was like ten years old watching the Raiders, and you would just see him like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And it was like, I know what words he's saying. I don't need. I don't need to. I don't need <laughs> hear to. Know, it. I don't need to know how to lip read lips to understand that that guy is angry. Yeah. Yeah, but, D- but um, DA, they had that happen. He was on NFL soundtracks, and then if you can find the one that he's on, and it's like, beep, got that beep, beep, beep. <laughs> it's just super, every other word's beeped out, and then they're like, yeah, you can't, you can't no. be on. This is, a, this is a family show, man. You can't be on doing <laughs> that shit. So, And then, um, so then our first round draft pick, Khalil Mack, number fifth, number fifth pick, number five pick, estimated like top three. Bortles was the one that shouldn't have gone that early, they were saying. Yeah. And uh, the Bills, uh, Jason, your Bills, jumped to four to get Sammy Watkins, who they were saying we were going to get. And... I'm kind of surprised that we didn't take Mac, frankly. Like, I, it made a lot of sense to me that we would do that at the time. And he's a local boy. He's from the University of Buffalo. And then we traded up, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to take Mac. And then we took Watkins, and I was legitimately stunned at that development. Like, I, I mean, it, it, trading up that far for a non-quarterback is already kind of a, 
you know, a head scratcher of a move. And I guess I could have approved of either one of those, even in a, in a weird way. But I yeah. thought like Mac was the, the one I really, really kind of wanted, even though we already have outside backers. I'm like, that, that guy just, he was a beast and he's yeah, a he's local a, beast. He's a, he's a plug and play player. That guy is a smart. Yeah. And react, he plays, his instincts are incredible. And that's what I'm very much looking forward to see him playing. And actual games that counter that matter. I get I, I when I when I saw the bills come up, I was like shit, because <laughs> I wanted Mac or I wanted um, Watkins, mm-hmm. because I think Watkins to me is going to be the next. Um, if with solid quarterback, he could be the next Tim Brown. He's that great of an athlete. Hell, Tim uh, Brown didn't even have a solid quarterback, and he was Tim Brown. Right? So. Yeah, very true. And um. Like I always tell greats. I always tell people that like if you would have gave Tim Brown one of Jerry Rice's receivers, we wouldn't even be talking about Terry Jerry quarterbacks. Rice quarterbacks. Yeah, if you gave Jerry Tim Brown one of Jerry Rice's quarterbacks, we wouldn't even be talking about Jerry. What are you Rice. talking about? What are you talking about? You're talking about legendary quarterback for the Oakland Raiders, Jeff Hostetler. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or the guy Jay who, Schroeder. Jay Schroeder, Jay motherfucking Schroeder. You want to go down you, the list? You stop disrespecting those quarterbacks, all right? How about the yeah. Mad Bomber, Jeff George? <laughs> he can't. He could throw a ball for over. He could throw anything over like forty five mile, uh, forty five yards. But ask him to throw anything inside of that. Hell no! <laughs> You're insulting the man's power, arm strength. But um, uh, Jeff. So when I when I saw the Bills come up, I was like, ah, oh, shit! They're gonna take their boy, and then they did it, and I was like, oh my god, it's gonna happen! Don't fuck it up. Don't take like a long snapper that could run like a four four forty or some shit like that. Please don't do that, Oakland. Hey, we and have then, John Condo. We don't need long snappers anyway. Yeah, the greatest long snapper. The highest paid long snapper in the game. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we're the best we have long John snapper Kondo. in the game. I thought you guys were going to take Mike Evans. I, I was like, no. as soon as... No. I knew we weren't. I We would pick Too slow over Evans. No, Evans, I think... What I think about Evans, he made his reputation saving Johnny Manziel's ass. And he was able to do that X amount of times because he just knew his quarterback. He's like, all right, he's going to throw it up. Fuck. All right, got to get in position. And I'm bigger than most of these guys in my division. Catch. And I saved his life. I don't think he's going to be as good as Sammy Watkins, honestly. Then again, not many people are going to be. But I don't think that Mike Evans is going to be the player that people think he's going to be. Mike um, the next, um, what's his name? What was that quarterback, that receiver from uh, Green Bay? Uh, Greg Jennings? Nelson. Yeah, no, Jordy Nelson. He's going to be the next Jordy Nelson. Maybe a little bit more athletic than him. Yeah. And then you go to our second round draft pick, our new starting quarterback. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Derek Carr, Fresno Derek State Carr. boy. A local boy. Are you going to play the the Yeah. Jason's like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Yeah. In case you guys didn't know, the Mexicans is half based in Santa Barbara, half based in Fresno, California. So, local town hero, Derek Carr, record breaker here at Fresno State. And in the NCAA. He was. And in the NCAA. Went through a lot of yards. Yes. And he is the Raiders' new starting quarterback as of yesterday. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, and tomorrow football season starts, and he will be the first rookie quarterback of this class to be starting in a game. And actually, the first rookie quarterback to start a game for the Raiders, opening day. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. And um, 
I like to point out that uh, Matt Schaub took his older brother David's spot in Houston, and younger brother Derek has returned the favor, I suppose. Yep. Now, a lot of people are comparing the brothers, obviously, for obvious reasons. You know, yeah. Derek Carr, David Carr, the last name, you can't get past that. But if you look at David Carr, like, I started looking back at the old film and stuff, just kind of like, was he really that bad? I blame that offensive line, because then I well, got yeah. flashbacks. No, I got flashbacks myself when I was watching those games of him, like, yeah, Fresno State. And he was just getting the shit beat out of him every game. He got sacked his rookie season 77 times. <laughs> oh, dear God. Like, I go, you can't play quarterback when you're in the fetal position all the time, you know? And, like, it, it was some ridiculous stat. Like, every third drop back, he was sacked. Like, how do you play the position if every three times you take a drop, uh, drop back, you're on the ground? And not from, like, a college player. Like, you're talking about freaks of nature, NFL defensive ends and shit. Yeah, you know, with the makeshift tackles. offensive line because everybody had to send players to the Texans. The names of his offensive line were great, but they were all at the end of their careers. Like, if he had had Tony Baselli three or four years before that, then, okay, he would have been okay because his left tackle was Tony Baselli, but... I mean, you know. not old Tony Baselli, and he, yeah, D- David got murdered, and he, I remember he, he when he was with the Niners, he had a game, he was in a game one time, and he threw for negative yardage. <laughs> so I mean, D- David got like beat senseless, like he had PTSD from the position. I can't, and he was, I mean, he's lucky that he's a, um, you know, local boy, hometown hero, and he, everybody still loves him. But man, that poor dude never had a chance. And his brother, Derek, I pray we have a few good um, additions. You know, we have MJD, Maurice Jones-Drew. We have um, McFadden for McFadden, like $5 a game. So. Right, five, we have a discount McFadden. Got him on the clearance section. And then we have Latavius Murray, who is probably my favorite, our favorite running back. I really like that kid. Um, Marcel Reese as a solid fullback. Uh, for Marcel Reese as the Reese Lightning, as we like to call him, because <laughs> he's a he's a uh, receiver converted to a fullback. I don't know why we did that, but hey, why not? Because he's kind of chubby. So he's our he's our. Uh, I like to see him as our Darren Sproles because when he we get him one on one with outside linebackers and they're like, shit, this guy's fast. <laughs> they have to kind of we send him on like nine routes. It's kind of funny. Anyway, because <laughs> what team sends a fullback on a nine route? But whatever. The Oakland Raiders, that's fucking who. Right. And so I hope we're like, this offensive line, we average 320. Let's run the ball. Can we just run the ball and let De- Derek like facilitate, come out of play action, maybe keep him in a shotgun so you can see where the guys are and not put the, so much load on Derek Carr. And I think we can be very successful that way because of all the additions of – yeah, uh, we have a solid um, James Jones, who a couple years ago was a top receiver. Yep. So he's going to be a good target, solid target to at least educate our young guys. Um, Rod Streeter. Rod Streeter. Uh, Denarius Beats Moore. By streets. Beats, Beats by, by streets. Funniest uh, commercial ever. Look yeah. It up. Demo. Denarius Moore, who's apparently decided to play football now. And <laughs> uh, who's the other one? Um, yeah, I, I can't remember the guy's name because it's not Gibson or anything like that. Yeah. And then we have one of my favorite defensive players ever was Justin Tuck. I was so happy to see him join our team. 
Yep. Just because I, I like seeing him as like a and everybody looks good in black. Yep. Right, Jason? <laughs> it's a nice uniform, I'll say that. Yeah. Yep. Uh um, Lamar Woodley. Then- yeah, Woodley, where he's not playing linebackers, he's like, I'm going to go kill the quarterback. Right, that's yeah. your, They go, that's your new job, and you're going to go kill the quarterback. He's like, cool, let's do that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, and then we have, um, I think, a pretty solid linebacker core with Nick Roach, um, Seal Moore, and um, Khalil Mack. Seal Moore needs to get healthy because he injured his neck, which he should be fine, but needs to be Well, healthy. we have Miles Burris, the cat-hugging outside linebacker. Miles Burris holds a special place in our family's heart because apparently he's dreamy to every one of our family, our female <laughs> family members, and potentially Gerg. If you look at if you look up uh, Miles Burris, Oakland Raiders linebacker, uh, I would say he is uh, pretty gorgeous. So, but he's okay of a player. So he's let he let a lot of uh, tackles go in his rookie season. When he yeah, started, he did. So. Uh, what, our, what, DJ what bigger number, number? Broken tackles or broken hearts? <laughs> oh, I think uh, I think actually broken tackles. I think he's missed more tackles than anything. Yeah. And now, then our, um, our secondary is pretty solid. I mean, it's here's the thing: DJ Hayden got hurt. He's on the pup, and so he's going to be out for at least until week six. We have Charles Woodson, old man, Sir Lewis, Charles, baby, got him in the safety, and he, and people are saying he lost a step. He still got a little bit in his tank, and that's all we need. Like he's going to be like uh, Rod Woodson. Back when uh, yeah. Rod Woodson was kind of like the veteran, like, hey, I'll just watch everything from the back, just do you guys' job, and I'll clean up the mess out. Tyvon Branch, you're fast as hell. You go ahead and do the work. Right. Tyvon Branch, you run around. I'm going to you know, dictate the backfield. Got uh, yeah. Carlos Rogers isn't starting. Got two new young guys that are in the uh, as the corners. That's good. Carlos Rogers is a better slot uh, corner anyway. So, And then, um, yeah, like our linebackers are solid. Um, our offensive line is... Here's the thing about last year. Our offensive line got hurt so goddamn much that all of our backups can play every position now. <laughs> yes. It's like, all right, you can play tackle, you can play guard. Now, Wisniewski, you're going from guard to center. You're a center now. But if our center goes out, then you can be guard. And then uh, tackle, uh, switch sides because you're right. fucking up. So it's like it was shitty, but our offensive line was bad last year. But it was nowhere we near never as bad st- as it should have been. We never started the same five guys. <laughs> They always change positions, and we always change like names, and it was we were just kind of figuring, trying to figure it out. Right. And we so we have a little bit of depth. We have options at you know at offensive line as opposed to just having a bunch of shitty guys, you know. Yep. And they're gonna hold up okay, I think. They're gonna hold up just enough. Yep. And I, I a lot of our I think our first four picks are gonna be playing. Yep. I mean, that's pretty damn good draft class if they all do pretty good. I mean, Jelly's going to be uh, doing some time in the in the, in the the trenches, playing de- defensive tackle. Yeah. And um, Gabe Jackson, that guy's a beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a big, big guard, and we, he can move like a guard, like pretty good for a guard. Yeah. Um, Derek starting and Khalil, I mean, our first four picks are going to be playing the game for us, and that's – Really good for the future, and uh, if they do well, uh, hopefully it does something um, quick. I mean, now I I don't see us being at the bottom of this division. If every, I mean, I I mean, I'm a Raider fan, so I like to think that this is our year every year. But in all actuality, I think we can we can do some damage. I mean, nah. I know preseason's preseason, but we still played against the number one defense in in the NFL and. Did pretty well, so right. 
Jason, as an outsider looking in on the AFC West and the Raiders in particular, uh, what do you see from all the moves we've made that you've seen on the outside? Um, wow. <laughs> uh, I, I still think Denver's the class of the division. I'm, I'm sorry yeah, to say it, but I think they, 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 they looked at that, that loss and, you know, the way that Seattle pummeled their offense is gets with, uh, gets all the press, but I think it was the way that Seattle beat up their defense is what really, uh, got their attention. So they went ahead and picked up, you know, Tlaib and Ward and Ware and, uh, to try and get some better pass defense because Russell Wilson was just killing them. And so I think that's what really pushes them over the top. I, I, I think I mentioned that before that I had New Orleans winning the Super Bowl. I, I actually was mistaken. I have Denver winning and, uh, and rematching and beating Breeze, uh, over New Orleans in the Super Bowl this year. And I think that Oakland, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't share your optimism. It's okay. Uh, You're a Bills fan. You don't have optimism. That's true. But I just, I looked at, you know, you guys built the, the team that would have just absolutely destroyed the league in 2008. But I think you've got so many guys that are just like a little bit past their prime. And when they, you know, they they might be stop gaps, but I think that what the, the the talent you're developing is good. I just don't think this is your year. Um, now you may certainly move up in the division because I think the Chiefs are going to absolutely collapse. I think they were a complete paper tiger last year, and you know I think they were in some ways exposed in that Bills game that they just were yep. feasting on bad defenses, bad quarterbacks, and kind of getting away with having a one-man offense because he's really that good. But yeah. if they, if, if, if Jamal Charles stops being one of the top five best offensive players in football, that whole thing comes down and they've already lost two of their starting linemen. They lost yep. cluster who is their kind of their little speedy, you know, sprawls light reliable, player. reliable player too. I mean, that guy yeah. was playing they, good ball. They gave Alex Smith money, and there's no better way to make an average quarterback bad than by giving him money, weighing him down. Right. So I think yeah. San Diego, San Diego might do something. I just never really saw them as like a real threat last year. You know, they kind of mm-hmm. snuck into the playoffs on a late season run, and they had they that whole. They, they do. They do have a tendency to kind of, you know either turn it on or collapse down the stretch. They never really play consistently all the way through the season. Right. But I don't I, I um I don't see them making the playoffs either, but I do see them finishing um second in the division. So I uh I see uh Denver as the only one to come out of the West this year. I think it's gonna be um as opposed to three coming Yeah, as opposed that? to all three of you. Yeah. I, I was thinking um the the way I have the, the AFC shaken out is Denver one uh and home field. Indy two with the bye, Cincy three and New England four, Baltimore as the wild card, and Miami as the last wild card. And then in the NFC, I've got New Orleans winning home field, Philly as the as the um bye, Seattle Chicago three four, Green Bay Tampa five six. And then I have Denver beating Cincy in the AFC Championship, New Orleans beating Green Bay in the NFC Championship, um, and. Uh, Denver winning the Super Bowl. Fuck. So, no. 
You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not true. It's yeah, impossible. I, it's it's certainly uh, a long shot as as any prediction at the beginning of the season is. But yep. I mean, I, I just I I think that they they aggressively approached their um their weaknesses, and I I sort of feel like there's always that like one year later kind of uh kind of thing with some teams like. You know, it wasn't the 2004 Colts that won the Super Bowl. It wasn't the the Colts that were throwing up, uh, you know, 45 touchdowns and yeah. running over the league. It was the 2006 Colts that finally had a defense that came together at the end and mm-hmm. gave them some balance. Yeah. So I, I sort of feel like this is the Broncos' year, even with all this ridiculousness with Welker. I think they've got enough um, firepower. firepower to do it. Yep. Um, um, now, Gerg. So what we're going to do now, since you've already started, Jason, we're going to go Super Bowl predictions, the most outlandish ones, because it's obviously hard to predict before a game has been played. Yeah. And then we'll go for the first week. So. We still do the first week. It's getting late, man. I know, but it will be real quick. All right. So um, my Super Bowl prediction, of course, the Raiders, I believe. (laughs) Um, No, uh, realistically, I think the Saints and – Fuck it. Saints and Raiders. Raiders win the Super Bowl. I'll say it right now. Because I was going to say Seahawks, Raiders. Raiders win the Super Bowl. Dang. Old school NFC championship. uh, NFC duel, huh? AFC, right? AFC West. um, I only say that because we beat them in the preseason, 44-34. And, you know, the preseason is a perfect indicator of how the regular season is going to go. Right. In the words of the U.S. It's it's basically a spoiler. I believe that we will win. Yeah, I believe. If I don't believe, how do I expect my team to believe? All yeah. right, so last thing, rapid fire round, first week, we're going to go just down the way, uh, we're going to fuck, um, what is this, uh, spreads or whatever, we're just going to go off the top of our head. So first things first, Green Bay Packers at Seattle Seahawks. At Seattle? I take Seattle. Yes, those the, the home team almost always wins those uh, yeah. opening day games. Yep, yep. At, at Seattle, I'll take it. New Orleans Saints at Atlanta Falcons. Except in this case, I'm taking the Saints. <laughs> yeah, Saints are gonna blitz them. I, I still, I'm not, I'm not sold on Atlanta. Saints. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at St. Louis Rams. The Rams. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I still think the the Rams need to figure out their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm gonna go with Vikings. Uh, Cleveland Browns at Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> I'm t- Who's taking the the Browns on the road opening day? It's right. Pittsburgh, really. I'm taking the Browns. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars at Philadelphia Eagles. I'm calling it now. Bortles Bortles makes a return or makes a start early in the season. Um, I don't even know game? the court, first game. They'll make a switch. No, it's going to be a Philly. Actually, I think it's going to be hard to beat Philly at Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Philadelphia all the way. Yep. That's a uh, huge Bengals? spread, too, for an yeah. NFL game. Ten and a half. Yeah. Crap. Bengals at Baltimore. Uh, Bengals. I think Baltimore. I always go for the home team in the in the, that division. Opener. Uh, Bengals. Bills at Bears. What? I'm sorry. I gotta go to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take Buffalo just because I think our running game matches up well with their their weakness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington Redskins at Houston Texans. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I think uh, Gruden's gonna make a good debut, so I think uh, I'm gonna go with the Redskins. 
I, I got to go with the Texans. I think they're going to kill RG3, and I'm not <laughs> sure he finished. Yeah, if that happens, I'm going to be like, oh, well, there goes the Redskins season. Yep, I'm going with that, too. I'm going Houston Texans. J.J. Watt lays out RG3. J.J. Watt, Watt would kill. Oh, my God. Let's hope it's not that. Tennessee Titans at Kansas City Chiefs. Titans. Titans. I'm gonna, I mean, I don't like the Chiefs, but I still got to take them. No, I can't uh, pick the Chiefs, so. <laughs> Tennessee Titans. Fair enough. I fair enough. Think morally, morally wrong. Pats at Dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins. Carolina like Panthers the, at Tampa like Bay Pats, Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Panthers Bay. at Bucks. Buccaneers. Yeah. Buccaneers, uh, Buccaneers all the way through. 49ers at Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> this game oh would have been God. relevant in the 90s, but yes. <laughs> um, I mean, Cowboys, why not? No, I could 49ers, even their offense, their offense versus Dallas's horrible defense. Oh, like, it's going to be unwatchable television. Yes. Niners. Um, Indianapolis Colts at Denver Broncos. Colts. Game of the week, baby. I'm going to go. I got to go Broncos. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm no, going Colts. Fine. They did it last year when it counted. So New York Giants at Detroit Lions. Lions. Yeah, I'll take Lions on that one. I'm going Eli fucking Manning. San Diego Chargers at the Arizona Cardinals. Cards. Cardinals. And last but not least, Oakland Raiders at the New York Jets. I'm going Oakland, of course. I I, I can see Oakland winning it. I mean, road road West Coast team playing East Coast morning games, that's always a tough sell, but I I just don't like the Jets. I don't think they're that good. (laughs) (laughs) And you know my answer, so... Woo! Two hours and 45 minutes of recording. Good so, God. now's the so, time where we say, I'm Sammy Gonzalez. I'm Jason Schultz. And I'm Gerg. And I'm goddamn and, tired. No shit. We're all goddamn tired. This has been <laughs> the Commitment to Excellence. You can follow us on Facebook. I'm going to cut right now. I'll say all the shit afterwards. Go ahead and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash themexcellence. On Twitter at themexcellence. And on YouTube and SoundCloud, that's the respective sites slash the Mexcellence DOTCOM. That's YouTube.com slash the Mexcellence DOTCOM and SoundCloud.com slash the Mexcellence DOTCOM. That's the Mexcellence.com spelled out. Right now, I'm going to say, uh, go football. Woo! Football. Yeah. We'll be back next week, hopefully. Yep. If we haven't, like, died because Derek Carr put up, like, seven touchdowns, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll all have some, some horror stories, I'm sure, to tell. No, But crap. hopefully we'll have some victory stories. That's it, folks. Hope you guys have a good night. And uh, we'll see you next week for hopefully a shorter show. We're probably going to keep these to about an hour. Yeah, much shorter. So uh, definitely enjoy our preseason NFL Super Awesome Spectacular. Two-part show. Two-part show. Maybe even by division. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> Good night, everybody. One mind, one team, one heart, one player through the hole, one goal from the start to dominate the art of the black and blue and watch your Super Bowl dreams till they all come true. Yeah. 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 Yeah.